When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone welcome back to another episode of here for the crack with me emma neil i hope you're all doing good miss girl graduated since she last spoke to you oh my god you know what it was really weird being back in leeds and knowing that that was probably the last time i'm ever gonna go there like realistically what reason do i have to go back to leeds now But it was actually really nice to go back and it was really nice to bring my family to the places that I love in Leeds. You know, I got to bring them to some of my favourite restaurants, my favourite bars. I even took them to the gay club. My parents were obviously loving it, giving it stacks on the dance floor. It was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, it was a really nice day as well. The weather absolutely pulled through, which was incredible seeing as like all the days either side of it were pissing down. Of course I absolutely fucked it. I mean, you only graduate once. Well, I will only graduate once, that's for sure. Well, do you know what? I didn't fully fuck it. Actually, I was very civilised throughout the whole day. So I paced myself. But then once we got to the gay club and everyone was buying drinks for everyone, that's when it all went a bit south. But I still had the best time ever, right up until when I got back to the flat. And then apparently I was being sick off the side of the bed. So that's good. Yeah, had to wake up the next morning and clean it up which is really nice when you we wake up extremely hungover. Actually, I think I was still drunk when I woke up, to be honest. But I did really well to get to that point. Like, I, we got kicked out of the club when it was closing and I was fine up until that point. But then apparently the walk home, my brother was like very much keeping me up <laughs> to get me home. But we made it. We got up the next morning, had a big family brunch and literally flew back that afternoon. So it was a quick turnaround, but... It was a very fun couple of days. I got, I actually went to this place that I, for some reason, had never been to in Leeds and it's called The Domino. I'd heard about it so many times and I'd actually had quite a few opportunities to go with people, but I think there were like weeknights and I wasn't arsed about going out or something. I can't even remember. But anyway, it's this little jazz club, jazz bar in Leeds and it's like a hidden bar. So you walk down, Leeds is very famous for its arcades, like it's shopping arcades. They're really beautiful. And you basically you go down one of these arcades and there is a barber shop. It's literally just a little tiny unit. It's got four four chairs, if even, in it. Like four little barber's chairs. And the bouncer stands in the shop and you have to ask him to let you down. He opens a door at the back of the shop. Like it is a fully functioning barber shop during the day, but obviously at night it, there's no one working in it. So the guy lets you in in the back door and you go downstairs and it opens up into this wee jazz bar and it is... The coolest thing ever. Good vibes, good live music, decent crowd, not too expensive drinks wise, just a great place to take people if you're going to Leeds as well. Like my parents were very impressed because obviously we don't have anything like that in Belfast. So I think the novelty of it is quite exciting. The actual graduation ceremony itself 
Leeds Beckett, I'm sorry, they make it so dramatic for what reason? Although it is kind of nice as well, I guess. But yeah, they, so they, it's not hell. I feel like a lot of the red brick unis have like big halls and places that they can have these types of big ceremonies with lots of people. But Leeds Beckett don't really have like the facilities for that. So it's just in a big arena, like the waterfront hall type of thing. And all the lighting and the music and everything is just so dramatic. I don't really know how to describe it, but basically I went to my brother's graduation. Actually, it was the exact same date, but a year before. We all went to Newcastle for that. The difference was crazy. Matthews was very boring and like ceremonial and traditional. You were like falling asleep after 20 minutes, whereas the Leeds one, the Leeds Beckett one, sorry, was, to be fair, it was more engaging, even though it was a bit dramatic. Like, we were all sitting there slagging it off, being like, oh, Jesus, here we go. But I guess it was better for the people that were coming, with, like, for my family sitting there. Although I know my brother and sister, the second I got up on stage and walked across it, I think they left straight away. They <laughs> were like, fuck this shit, I'm white. You get so scared you're going to do something really stupid when it's your time to walk across the stage. You really overthink everything you have to do. You think you're going to fall in your heels, trip up on your dress. I don't know. Every single little thing was going through my head. You're meant to do this little head tilt and like touch your heart. And I was practicing in the sides and I kept missing my heart. Then you get off the stage and you're like, oh, that literally was over in one second. I don't even remember what happened. Like, it all just seems like I was floating. Once it was over, then we had a table booked in Flight Club. If you are from England, you might know what this is. But basically, it's like a chain of bars that they have in lots of cities in England. That's like an interactive darts bar. So you book out a table and you've got like your own little booth with a darts board. And you kind of fill in your names the same way you would with bowling. And then it'll be like, Emma, you're up. And there's different options of like different games you can play on the darts board. But it's so fun. And it takes little action replay shots of when people get, when people win and things. And then it sends them all to you on email and it replays them to you uh, on the big screen at the time as well, which is really funny. (laughs) After there, we got dinner at a place called Mowgli. Again, it's not like a chain chain, like it's not. I don't know what I was going to compare it to. It's obviously not like McDonald's. We didn't go to McDonald's for dinner. Um, it's But it's a bit of a chain, I guess. Like there's a few of them around England. And yeah, it's just really good Indian street food. So it was a lovely day all around, I must say. I don't have too much else to update you on because I had a nice quiet weekend. After that, I was very much done with looking at alcohol after that one night. I pretty much just chilled all weekend. Watched a lot of TV. Ate Boojum. Went to St George's Market, actually. That was pretty wholesome. And now here we are. I'm trying to get back into my gym grind. I kind of fell out of it for a little while. Not completely fell out of it. I was still going once or twice a week, but I wasn't really doing any weights. I was more going and doing like circuits and abs and shit like that. I really want to get back into it like that. So I went Monday and Tuesday and I'm really feeling it today. Like I actually struggled to get out of bed. I was so sore. I'm actually going to have to pick up the running for this week because I'm going to London tomorrow for next week sorry I'm going to London tomorrow so I'll be in London while you're listening to this and I'm going for like just over a week and obviously I'm not a member of a gym there so I do have running trainers I left at my sister's house for me to use when I want to go for a run but I don't really fancy going for a run in the rain so let's hope it stays dry 
or else I'm going to have to spend a fortune on classes, which I don't really want to do. I don't know, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to going to London tomorrow. I've got an exciting weekend planned ahead. Lots of nice restaurants and things booked. I'm going to a cool museum as well. I'm just going to see all my friends and have a great time. And then the following week I'm there is more for work and meetings and shit like that. I currently have this spot in my eyebrow that's literally giving me a headache. Does anyone else ever get that? It's like the pressure or something under your eyebrow gives you a headache. Why does it do that though? Only in that part of your face and nowhere else. Okay, let's do pen peak of the week. My pit for this week. Oh, actually this morning I went to bring my clothes to the tailor. Right, basically, obviously you all know, well maybe you don't know actually, this is literally a podcast and you don't see me or my height but anyway I am short I'm five foot three I have to get a lot of things taken up and altered a lot of clothes I buy I get them altered so I would be at the tailor pretty often and this one guy I've been going to for literally like I don't know six years plus now and he doesn't really speak much English but he's just really sweet and I don't know we communicate in a weird way but he's just so lovely him and his wife own a shop in Belfast and they're just great. I love them. Anyway, not that long ago, my mum was there leaving in stuff and something had happened. I think he had a stroke and my mum was there to help with like getting him the help he needed and like getting the ambulance and communicating with someone from a shop next door that wanted to know what was going on because the wife didn't speak much English and everything. And ever since that happened, we've obviously wondered, is he okay? And hoped he was. But with being away on holiday, and then it was like the 12th in Northern Ireland, which everything closes down for. I tried to go, I think, on the 13th and it was closed. But I did notice it looked very much like not just closed for the day, like it looked properly closed. So then I went back today, this week, and was obviously planning to go back to him again it was looked fully closed and there was a tailor's across the road so I popped in there instead and as I was leaving I was like oh you don't happen to know like if across the road is closed for good or what the crack is and she told me that he passed away and I literally cried the whole journey home which sounds so ridiculous because this is just some random man that I didn't even properly speak to because he didn't even speak English. But I don't know, I was just so upset about the whole thing. And apparently they only bought a house here last year and they're planning on retiring like within the next couple of years and enjoying their retirement. And you know what? I feel like I've been hearing so much or so many stories recently about people hitting like their retirement that they had all these things planned for uh, and had worked their whole lives, like worked so hard their whole lives in order to be able to do all these things when they finish working. And then something really tragic has happened literally the year before or the year of or the year after retirement. And it just really goes to show you like you really do have to live your life while you can. And not even in like a live every day to the fullest, like it's your last kind of way, because I know that's not realistic. And how are you ever going to be able to afford to do anything if that's how you live your life you know you're not going to be able to but I just think like waiting and waiting until a certain point and not enjoying your life while you can because you're waiting for this point in your life or thinking I'll be happy when I get this or I do that or I you know I buy the house or I get the dog instead of like 
really trying to focus on what you makes you happy right now in the present day. I think it's so important. Life is very sacred and we all forget it a lot of the time. So yeah, that's definitely my pit. My peak, it was just having my whole family together again. We haven't all been together as one since my mum ran the marathon in April, which I know isn't even that long ago, but just the way things have worked out. My sister wasn't able to come on our family holiday. I wasn't home when she came home. Matthew wasn't there. Oh, wait, no, Matthew wasn't there when we went over to London for the marathon. So it was before that. God, I don't know when the last time we were all together was, but that is my peak, us all being together again. It was so fun. Okay, my recommendation for this week is gonna have to be... The Undateables. I've been watching it on Netflix. It's just the most wholesome thing and it's so funny and I love all, like I'm so invested in all of the people on it. You know, I can't wait to see who they find on their journey and who they end up dating and who, I don't know, it's just so wholesome. Please, you have to watch it. Now my words for the week. This was something someone said on TikTok and I was like, oh my God, I have never heard it be put like this before. Right, listen to this. I would rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accommodate your disrespect. The woman was too stunned to speak. We all need to start living by that. This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like recently my emotions have just been all over the place, like completely haywire. And I know in myself it's because I'm bottling things up, I'm letting things stress me out and I'm spiralling about them, I'm not talking about it, I'm just sitting there overthinking them, letting them stress me out even more and as a result I'm irritable, I'm getting angry at things I shouldn't really be getting angry at, I'm not able to be present and be in the moment because all I'm thinking is how stressed out I am about certain things. I know I'm not alone in this, I know this is something that so many of us face, we feel like We don't want to talk to our friends and family members about things that are stressing us out because they might seem small or insignificant in comparison to other things. Or we might just not even know how to go about initiating that conversation or opening up in that way to certain people and just getting the words out. And that's why therapy can be such an amazing safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down and causing you to feel like this. I have benefited from therapy so much in the past and one of the main things I think therapy brought to my life was just an immediate safe space where I knew it was time for me to talk. It was time for me to open up and talk about my stressors. I didn't have to have this like awkward kind of chat where I was like, hey, I want to talk about this or like not really knowing how to go about that with a friend or a family member. It just is that safe space for you to open up about these things straight away and there's no faffing around. And I think dedicating that time each week and allowing that space for you to open up in that way is literally the most beneficial thing for your mental health because just getting it out there takes away half of the stress straight away. And then not only that, but you talk it through, you rationalize it, you learn, you know, different better ways you can cope with these stressors. Also how to develop healthy boundaries and healthy routines and things that are going to be preventative for these stressors in the first place. Therapy honestly just empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And I mean, who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and completely suited to your schedule. 
All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. With over 1,000 therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. My listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com crack. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash crack, C-R-A-I-C. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. All right, let's get into this week's topic. I thought this week I would talk about things that I have decided at some point or another, some very recent, some maybe not so recent, but things I have decided no longer benefit me. And so I will no longer be taking part in such things. I've also got you guys, of course, to send me in your things that no longer benefit you. So I'm going to be reading them out and talking about them too. Okay, number one on my list, just want to preface all of these as well by saying that just because I've decided they don't benefit me anymore doesn't mean I judge anyone for doing any of these things. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to do these things again at some point in my life. It's just where my head is at currently, right this very second. So number one for me is getting my nails done. I haven't got my nails done now for a year or two. I'm not really 100% sure how long exactly it's been. I just decided one day, why am I doing this? Why am I paying the money, first of all? Second of all, why am I, like, the time it takes for you to get to your appointment, then sit through the appointment, then get home? And thirdly, like, do I really care if my nails are painted? Is that really something that makes me feel that kind of way? And look, if you're the type of person that literally having your nails done is just the best thing ever, makes you feel like you have your life together and you love just, it makes you feel so put together and it's just your one thing you can't go without. If that's you, like you do you, that is amazing. I'm so happy for you. But for me, I just decided I really don't understand why I'm doing this. But I mean, if you see me with my nails done in a month's time, mind your own business, but I don't think that'll happen. I do honestly think that's me like done with them. I think the only time I will want them done is maybe for special, special occasions. I'm talking engagement and wedding kind of vibes, not special occasions like my birthday. Like I literally don't care about that. I basically just do do them myself now. But when I say do them myself, I don't mean even paint them or anything. I literally just mean I just file them, push my cuticles back, get rid of the dead skin. I put oil on my cuticles as well. And I just think it looks nice and fresh. Like who needs a French manicure if you're going to keep up with that every week, you know? I'm from not getting nails or extensions or gel or anything on them. They're really healthy now, which is good. Like they actually grow and don't break and I can keep them nice looking at a good length. Not that that matters. I mean, chop them all off for all I care. Number two is making excuses for other people. Other people can make excuses for themselves. That's not your job. If it's a case of making excuses for other people to other people, does that make sense? Like for someone to say your family, it doesn't benefit you. And then if it's a case of you making excuses for someone else in your own head to put yourself at ease or to give you peace of mind or maybe it's not even to do that actually maybe you're making excuses for someone because they're disrespecting you and they're crossing boundaries that you're not okay with but you're making excuses for them again it doesn't really sound like it's benefiting you does it number three I spoke about this on my episode where I was talking about bettering your relationship with food number three is counting calories this is something I have not done for a long time now there was a probably a time in my life I could have told you 
the caloric, is that a word? The caloric content. Am I making that up? The amount of calories in any food. Literally, you name it. 100 grams of rice, I'll tell you. A banana, I'd have been able to tell you. (laughs) I knew the calories for everything. It's just a horrible way to live. Look, I get that there's times in your life where it may be beneficial for you to do this. Maybe if you're struggling to see like where all the hidden calories and things are and you need to like break it down. I don't know. I guess there are times it is good but for me this is something I do not do and will never do again I try and focus on the nutritional value of food if even actually I don't even do that I just try and eat the rainbow to be honest okay number four is sorry someone's cutting their grass outside and it's driving me insane but I've been trying to record this podcast all day and if I procrastinate any longer it's not going to get done so I'm just going to carry on so I apologize if you can hear a hedge trimmer or a lawnmower in the background number four is faking having good sex or pretending to someone in the bedroom that it's better than it is you're just really not going to achieve anything by doing this, I don't think. All you're going to do is feed the other person's ego. And where? what happens to you then? Absolutely sweet fuck all, that's what. Okay, <laughs> number five is wired bras. This is not a recent thing I've decided that doesn't benefit me anymore. This is actually... I don't know when the last... Oh, actually, that's a lie. I do know when the last time I wore a wired bra was because it was a big deal that I was wearing a wired bra and that was for my birthday and it was because I was wearing a mesh or lace outfit and you could see my underwear under it. So I wanted to wear like a nice little lacy cupped bra with matching knickers and yeah, I sucked it up and went and got myself a wired bra for the occasion and I can hand on my heart say that until another occasion like that comes around where I want the look of a wired bra, I will not be wearing a wired bra again. I mean, maybe this can't apply. I don't know. I was about to say, maybe it's just because I can't because I have like next to no boobs, then I can get away with this. But then I was just thinking, just because people have big boobs doesn't mean they have to wear a wired bra. We've just been taught that you should, I guess. I don't really know. Fuck wired bras anyway. They're the most uncomfortable things in the entire world. I will happily die on the hill of wearing... Either no bra or little comfy bralettes for the rest of my life. Number six on the list of things I've decided no longer benefit me is constantly shaving my legs. Look, I wish I could sit here and tell you I don't shave my legs. That's a big fat lie. I do. But I am over the whole needing to constantly shave them and in order to wear shorts or a skirt or a dress, like have to have hair free legs. I'm over it. I've actually been really noticing this quite recently that I'm just more comfortable in it. Like it doesn't even cross my mind. Whereas before, if I woke up and I had hairy legs, I would opt to wear leggings to the gym. Now I just wear shorts and don't even think twice about it. But let's say two years ago, if I did that, stuck on shorts, didn't realise, got to the gym and then saw that my legs were hairy, I'd be like, oh my God, everyone's looking at my legs. Like no one is, trust me when I tell you no one's looking at your legs. I've never once looked at someone's legs and thought they're hairy. And if I have, it's been no longer than a one second thought, passing thought. And then you move on to the next thing. Do you know what I mean? Like no one actually cares. You're just so wrapped up in your own head thinking that other people are focused on you when they're not, they're focused on themselves as well. But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, still shave them. If I do have something I want to go to where I want to be smooth and tan and all that jazz, then I'll go ahead and shave them. But I'm not like meticulous about it and... Yeah, I just don't really care. Like on holiday and stuff, I just do it the once. 
And that's it. All right, number seven is caring about other people's opinion of me. I swear I spoke about this recently where I said other people's opinion of you is ultimately none of your business in the same way that my opinion of randomers is none of their business. I actually listened to Tom Holland's interview with Jay Shetty today on a podcast and by the way I absolutely love Tom Holland he just seems so sweet he seems like the nicest boy ever I was about to say wee boy he's literally 27 he said in the interview he was talking about like not caring about what other people think of you and you know not getting too wrapped up in it and he made a really good point that was if you have a problem with me and if there's something you know you need to address with me something you don't like like an opinion that you need to speak to me about call me and talk to me about it if you don't have my number to do that it doesn't matter what you think of me or you don't know me well enough to have such a strong opinion basically I thought that was a really good way to put it because I think with social media today and like thinking you know so much about people online realistically you actually know a small part of what they're showing of themselves and it's all like a little bit of a facade so for you to think that this opinion of them is even true in the first place and that you can go to them with that opinion whether it be in their dms or by comments or talking about it on whatever those like websites are called I don't know it's just so dumb like it you don't know them as a person and until you actually speak to them and get to know them as a person you can't really have a full opinion on them you can have an opinion on their facade for all you want but it's a bit irrelevant really I do like to think that this is true for me and that I don't care and that I have decided it doesn't benefit me anymore to care about these things. However, sometimes it does, like little things will catch me off guard and I would say the majority of the time it's down to me maybe already having a bad day or like already being in a bad headspace and then reading the thing or whatever it is and it can sometimes kind of get you when you're least expecting it like there's times you would read the exact same thing and literally nothing twice about it delete block whatever laugh about it and then there's times you'll read it and you'll cry about it and like the other week I got this message from someone and right so I like to think that if someone said my recipe video was shit don't care if someone said my hair looked like crap don't care if someone said, I don't know, I whatever it is, if it's something to do with something along those lines, I'd like to think that I would not care. However, I did get this message the other week where someone was really coming for my character. It actually really deeply affected me. I cried for, honestly, about half an hour. It was really starting to make me question, like, what the fuck I'm doing? Because she was really coming for me and my character. And then I spoke to my friend about it. And yeah, all it took was just, like, talking to someone about it and rationalizing it with them. And them being like, they literally are, like, where is that even coming from? They don't know you, blah, blah, blah. This is one of those ones, I think, maybe, although I say I've decided it doesn't benefit me anymore. When it actually comes to it, I think it's easier said than done. All right, number eight is holding back just to keep peace. Maybe because it's someone in your family or a family friend. Yeah, you didn't. You know what I'm talking about, those kinds of scenarios. Now, don't get me wrong, with this one, there obviously is times where you do just have to bite your tongue. I don't know, let's say you're on like your best friend's hen do and there's someone there that you really don't like, but you're not going to kick off and cause a big drama and ruin the Hindu for your best friend. Do you know what I mean? That's just, you've got to pick your battles a lot of the time. But in general, I've decided that holding back just to keep peace because of the person or the scenario isn't usually the best decision. And actually, 
they could probably do with having someone fight back and stand up to them. Because they're probably just so used to living in like a bit of an echo chamber and no one ever questioning what they're saying. So maybe all the people surrounding them normally would agree. Do you know what I mean? So it'll take you questioning that for that to change. Okay, number nine, bit of a random one, but something I decided I was done with a few summers ago. And that is fast fashion bikinis. Investing in your swimwear and your bikinis is life-changing. Not even being dramatic, it's life-changing. The one time you want to feel really comfortable and like when you have the most skin exposed is when you're wearing swimwear. So paying, let's say, three times more than the fast fashion kind of standard or even two times more for good quality swimwear that fits your body and makes you look good is... Honestly, the best decision you could ever make. And also, you'll have those, you'll have that swimwear for years and years. Whereas the fast fashion bikinis will be thrown out after one or two holidays. So when you actually break it down in terms of like price per wear, it's 100% working out cheaper in the long run to get the good quality ones. It just means you can't maybe do like a big haul and get five new ones all to go on the one holiday because it'd be too expensive for that. But start with one, then get one the next year. That's what I did. I literally just got like one good quality one, then one good quality one the next year. And then I maybe got like two this year. And now I've built up a good little collection of all really nice, good quality swimwear that's literally going to last me for years and years to come. Also, just a little tip. If you are wanting to do this, cop them at the end of summer. Every swimwear brand will have a good discount code at the end of summer because no one's buying bikinis then. So they'll usually do like a 30% off site-wide discount code. Just get one then. I know it's kind of annoying because it's just going to sit in your wardrobe until the next year, but you'll be really thankful of yourself for doing that for you and saving yourself the money next summer. Okay, number 10. This actually doesn't even apply to me anymore, but I figured I would include it because I'd say a lot of you listening would maybe be in this scenario. I used to be so, so bad throughout a lot of my jobs with saying no to doing extra shifts to you know when your manager rings you and you're young and you just freak out and you don't know how to say no that was me and it would send me into a spiral every time because I'd have other things I needed to do whether it was like schoolwork or I'd have to cancel plans with someone and it would actually just send me so far over the edge every single time and then I would freak myself out being like should I text them and say I can't anymore but then I've already agreed to it and I was just so I just didn't know how to speak to a manager and I didn't know how to stand up for myself and just say, no, I can't do it. Even if I don't have a, as va- like, this is the thing. You don't even need a valid excuse. I was about to say, even if you don't have a valid excuse, you don't need a valid excuse. Like you think in your head at that age that you need to come back with an excuse, like someone's dying in your family, but you don't. You can literally just be like, no, I can't. And it's as simple as that. So yeah, that's something I've decided. Well, I decided a while ago when I was doing shift work that I didn't want to do it anymore was agreeing to shifts I didn't want to do and it was the most liberating feeling when I was able to turn around and just say no. Okay now I've got two ones that I have realised they don't benefit me and I therefore need to stop them but I haven't quite mastered stopping them yet and these two things are one picking my skin I'm so bad for this, guys. It's actually a joke. I think I need to get the mirror taken away in my bathroom because I am I think I maybe spend an hour in there a day or maybe not, not, maybe half an hour. No, it could be an hour, you know. Not every single day, but it's bad. It's really, really bad. I'm never going to have the skin I want to have if I keep doing it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, even now I've got my skin to a good point, but if I keep doing this, it, you just make it worse every time. It's Oh, it's awful. I also bite my lips and pick the skin off my lips, which is horrible. 
not only does it look horrible on my lips, but me doing it, it looks horrible. And when I catch myself doing it in public, I'm like, oh my God, I hate myself. And number two is smoking. To be fair, I don't smoke that much. Like I've really got it down. Never sober smoke at the minute. And also on a night out, smoke five max, which is really not that bad. At least like there was a time where I was like chain smoking like more than 10 cigs on a night out. But now I've got it down. But even then I'm just like, what's that doing for me that doesn't benefit me in any way shape or form it's not like it's not even enjoyable well that's a lie it is actually when you've had a drink but (laughs) no one ever that smokes like not a single smoker in the entire world doesn't regret taking up smoking I think one of my parents said that to me once and I was like, yeah, you're so right. No one actually is happy that they ever took up smoking because who does it benefit? Absolutely no one. So there are my two things I need to stop. Okay, I'm going to move on to talking about your guys' things that no longer benefit you. Let's see. From one of my friends, smoking 10 joints a day every day. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's pretty good for you. Okay, my fitness pal. There's a calorie counting one. Fake friendships. Putting energy into a friendship where it's not being returned. Yeah, I agree with this one. I feel like for so long you can try and put energy in friendships that aren't reciprocated. But then once you just accept it and you take the friendship for what it is and when both people do decide to make an effort or maybe that'll never happen, I don't know. I feel like it's just less off your back. Do you know what I mean? Less stress. My ex who I broke up with recently, never been so happy without him. Delighted for you. Getting FOMO over everything. Yeah, so over that. Actually, do you know what? I don't think that's ever been me. That's one thing I'm actually quite good at is just is not going to everything, is being selective with what I go to and not getting FOMO. Like being at peace with my decision to not go to things because I definitely don't want to go to them and not getting FOMO because of that. Something I go back and forth about a lot is quitting alcohol intrigues me so much. I'm like this too, but also I go through phases where that's the last thing I would want to do. I have phases in my life where I despise alcohol and everything it does to my life. And then I have times when I absolutely love it and it brings me a lot of joy and it brings a lot of fun to my life. So yeah, I'm in my fun phase at the minute. Someone said they've decided that a parent doesn't benefit them anymore. They realised their presence did more harm than good for their peace of mind. Giving in to fashion trends I don't actually like just to fit in. Looking good for my boyfriend. If he can't love me at my worst, he doesn't deserve me at my best. Worrying about what people say about me. People are gonna talk regardless, so let them. Amen, sister. Snapchat and TikTok deleted. Wow, I wish I could do that. I actually always think about this. Like if my job wasn't on TikTok, I think I would delete it. Actually, maybe that's a lie because I do think it's really good for certain things, like for recipes and for traveling things like recommendations for cities and things like you, if you were to type in okay so I've just booked to go to Lisbon it's not for another couple of months yeah I've just booked to go to Lisbon if you were to type into Google recommendations for Lisbon you just get the generic Google shit and then you type it into TikTok and you get all these mad recommendations good vegan restaurants like good hidden locations of I, I don't know you know what I'm saying it's just it's very different you can use it like a search engine but in a way better way if that makes sense but I do think I would try and delete it maybe through the week or something redownload it at the weekends I don't know someone else said they are done with situationships you know what I don't think I've ever been in a situationship so I can't really elaborate on that one but I don't think I'd be too keen for one so I do agree with that someone said hoods they are ugly just use an umbrella I couldn't disagree more to be honest I love a big hood up in the rain 
trying to please my parents with what I do in life. Yeah, you can get too caught up in this, but ultimately I think your parents want you to just be happy. That's what my parents always tell me anyway. So yeah, I hope that's what yours think too. Someone else said staying up late unnecessarily. Guys, I've really gotten in a bad sleeping pattern recently. I didn't wake up until 10 or half 10 this morning, which is really bad for me yeah I don't know what's happened to me I've just gotten into a bad cycle of it and I'll stay up late editing for literally no reason like just go to bed do it in the morning someone said they've decided they're done with men Woo! lots of people saying alcohol here you know lots of people saying feeling guilty for cancelling plans don't have the time of day for emotionally immature people yep 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 making myself smaller in other people's presence to make them more comfortable <gasps> I love this one and I couldn't agree more Oh, this is a good one. The chase aspect of a new relationship. You either want me or you can keep it moving. Queen. I actually couldn't have said it better myself because you know what? My last relationship, the chase was a, like it was a big part of why it went on for longer than it should have, if that makes sense. And see now to be in a scenario where the chase isn't there, it's almost like mind blowing in one sense, but it's also like showing me how much I actually put up with and shouldn't have put up with before. I don't I don't know if I'm explaining that very well, but that's the only details you're gonna get, so let's move on. Someone said they've decided casual sex no longer benefits them. I feel like this is one of those ones you're either actually no, that's a lie. I was gonna say you're either into it or you're really not a casual sex person and it makes you feel really guilty and like almost ashamed. And you're either one way or the other. But I actually don't think that's true. I think you can change. And I think it depends on like different stages in your life and how your relationship with maybe with sex and also maybe with your body and with yourself at that time. I don't know. I do think this can change though. Letting my manager talk down to me. Like babes, this is just a silly part-time job. (laughs) I love that. Dumbing myself down around men because I feel bad for them. Fuckwits. (laughs) Not fueling myself enough. Food is fuel. Holding myself back from making friends with guys because of a jealous boyfriend. Oh no, we hate a jealous boyfriend that doesn't let you make friends. Been there, done that, won't be back. Nightclubs. Okay. I mean, I'd say I'm more of a bar person, but every now and then a wee nightclub trip is quite fun. Get a bit of a boogie in, you know? Release some of that energy on the dance floor. People pleasing. Disposable vapes, although I keep buying them. Pray for that government ban in 2024. <laughs> I'm still not on the vape pipe, but yeah, everyone and their fucking mom is addicted to them these days. I actually bought my first vape in Leeds there when I was over for my graduation. I don't know why I even did it. My brother was running in to get one and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to buy one. No, it's just sitting in my room and it's actually giving me the ick that I bought it. Like, it's really turning me a wee bit. Even though I will, like, I'll happily take someone else's and have a wee smoke of it if I'm with them. But the fact that I have one sitting in my room is really turning me. That's the last time I'm ever buying one. Someone said, being nice to everyone, forever going to speak my mind, even to my extremely Catholic family. Retail therapy, being a student is expensive and I have no money. Straightening my curly hair every day. Yes, please be done with that. Embrace your curls. Trying to have conversations with men, full stop. Okay. TikTok, it worsened my mental health and I was severely addicted. Someone else, TikTok, I was addicted and now I have so much more time. Yeah, I can't even imagine how much more time I'd have if I gave up TikTok. Over shopping for clothes and hoarding them. Men, came out as a lesbian and have never been happier. 
boyfriends, single girl life is forever. So many people being dumb men, I absolutely love it. Is this like, has this been fueled by the Barbie movie? I haven't actually seen the Barbie movie yet. I need to go see it. I saw a clip from it or not a clip but like yeah a, a clip but just an audio clip from it on tiktok and it sounded quite good i wasn't expecting that from a barbie movie but go off someone said getting up really early lol i need my eight hours oh my god i desperately need my eight hours like even if i literally get seven seven and a half i feel it i really really feel it ideally i would get eight and a half to nine every single night again need to work on the sleeping pattern okay Someone else said, food restriction, your podcast episode really helped. Oh, I'm so glad. Someone else said they have decided that hating themselves no longer benefits them anymore. Yeah, we're over that whole, when was that? 2012 era, Tumblr girl era of hating yourself. It's not cool anymore. It's not chic to hate yourself. Let's all love ourselves, okay? Love ourselves into, what did I see the other day? It was like, you can't shame yourself into change. You have to love yourself into evolution. Maybe that should have been my words of the week sacrificing my own mental health for a boy with no emotional intelligence yep say it louder for the people in the back stressing about literally anything things either work out or they don't yeah huge believer in what's meant to be will be so why stress about it also i'm sorry i'm gonna have to say again someone has just started again clipping their hedges which is really convenient for me right now Ugh, okay dating apps if i see one more competitive at everything i may vomit I've never been a big... I've had dating apps. I have. They're very easy to get addicted to and just swipe through. Play a game of hot or not, essentially. Did I ever follow... I think I went on one dating update and then decided, you know what, I don't know if this is for me. However, I didn't have very many dating apps, so maybe I didn't find the right one. Keeping up with fashion trends and tech trends, expensive and unnecessary. Staying friends with my exes, I feel so much more free now with zero communication. Yeah, this is one of those things, you always think it's a good idea to like stay civil and to like be friends and keep some level of communication, but mentally that does not do bits for you, even if you think it is. And I don't think until you fully step away from it, you realise that. Apologising for expressing how I feel, even if the other person doesn't want to hear it. Okay, let's do one more because this is really nice. Caring too much about appearance. I'd rather have fun and enjoy life than care so much about appearance slash acting above people slash prefer to just be myself. Guys, there's honestly so many more. I could probably go on for hours talking through all your things. So thank you so much for sending them all in. I'm glad we can all be done with these things move on with our lives maybe this episode helped you realize some things that you should be done with that don't benefit you anymore but i hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you did don't forget to give me a little five-star review on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts share it with your friends share it with your family share it on your instagram story spread the hair for the crack word if there's anything you would like me to discuss in the coming weeks don't hesitate to just drop me a little dm on instagram i always love to know what you guys want to hear from me but as always thank you so so much for your continued love and support it honestly means the absolute world to me and i will speak to you in next week's episode bye